Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. What if there was what if there was one number in real estate, one number that mattered more than any other? What if you knew how to clear your mind of all the clutter and distractions that have plagued the modern real estate agent, broker, office manager, team leader, whatever you call yourself? What if there was a simple one equation leading to one number that once you had that, you never were confused again? about where your focus needed to be. How much better would you feel? If you no longer had to subject yourself to all the happy hound dog horseshit that's out there in the form of all the easy buttons and people trying to sell you crap, if you had the courage because you had superior levels of wisdom about what truly mattered in your real estate business and you knew with 100% confidence that what you, that, that formula and the answer you had to this simple question or about to ask you, what is your real estate magic number? Once you knew that number, and you were able to then to, with 100% confidence, reject anybody that was trying to distract you from that magic number, how much better would you feel about yourself and your business? How much more confident would you feel every day? So here's the problem we all have. In business in general, not just business in industry, there's so many distractions. There's so many people trying to, you know, grab our attention. They're trying to grab our attention with salacious headlines. We're guilty of that. <laughs> They're, they're trying to, you know, you're getting people trying to grab your attention to sell you leads, grab your attention to try to sell you this. The other thing, all these people constantly beating at your door in the form of calls, emails, voicemails, chats, instant messages, trying to sell you shit. It is impossible, unless you've been in the business for a long time, to be able to separate the wheat, wheat from the chaff. And that's what's really frustrating for many of you. And that's you got, what do you guys do? You go to your office managers, your brokers, your, co- your coaches, and sometimes it's your coaches that are trying to sell you that shit. Sometimes it's the very people that you think would have these disinterested sort of what's best for you type relationship with you. You trust those people. You don't hold them to the same standards. You go to these events and all of a sudden you're walking into an event sponsored by Zillow. You walk into an event sponsored by somebody else who's trying to sell you stuff. And you think, you know what, I'm going to trust this person. I'm going to give them a higher level of credibility, this coach guru type. And yet they're just trying to sell you stuff too because they're getting paid on the stuff you buy that's going to this third-party company. Guys, it never ends. It's insanity. What we're going to do today is we're going to give you a formula that works in every market, in every price range, every agent, no matter what their level of production is. So once you have this formula written down, internalize brokers, office managers, make sure you're getting your agents to participate on this call today, on our show today. Once you've got this in your head and you write this down, I promise you the stress that you are experiencing in this business because of all the noise is going to just go away like a fart in the wind. And when you, when that goes away, when you're able to actually know what matters most and you're able to focus all your best energies on that and you're able to say no to all these people that are trying to, so you're their get-rich-quick schemes, you know, their 
Mickey Mouse ideas, when you're able to confidently say no to those things because you know you're on the right path, you're going to never get off that path because you're going to see that working for you. You're going to build momentum faster. You're going to help more people. You're going to make more money. That's what today's show is about. This concept that Julie and I came up with, we came up with this magic number formula concept probably 20 years ago, and I'll tell you how we came about it, and then Julie's going to present her notes. I'm going to give you a very short, abbreviated version of, you know, Julie and I 25 years ago. 25 years ago, we got into business. We had no coaches. We had no mentors, not really. We did some shadowing of agents around the country, but for the most part, we were um, hustlers. We knew how to work hard. We weren't afraid to work hard. We did not attend a real estate meeting. Thankfully, our broker didn't have any. We did not attend really anything. We just worked our butts off. And what we went after was everybody that was interested in buying or selling. Nobody told us what to do for the most part. We just did what common sense told us. For example, for sale by owners. Well, common sense would tell me that's somebody who wants to sell and probably wants to buy, so there's probably two transactions. Common sense tells me that's a good person to go after. Then we go after expired, we go after and it's just all the, that type of business. We did not, our first year in the business, we were either too smart or too dumb to allow ourselves to be distracted by anything else other than the obvious ways to make money. Some people talk, call it um, back to the basics. That's what they call it nowadays, right? Oh, you're going to go back to the basics. Well, why would you ever leave the basics? So then here's what happened. Our first year in the business, we're in our early 20s. This is all documented. This is not me making up a story. We won all kinds of awards with, you know, all kinds of different who cares entities. And the National Association of Builders gave us this really nice award, the whole thing. This is, you know, a couple decades ago. It's been a while. <clears throat> I don't like to think about how long ago it's been, but there you go. So we won all these awards. We sold over 100 houses. Our first full year in real estate, no one had ever done it before. I believe no one's ever done it since, not that I've heard of. Not bragging, just stating fact. It's not really, you know, it's just a fact. And then what happened is the nation started coming to us and giving us all kinds of attention. Remax, where we were Remax agents at the time, you know, all these different entities started basically showing up on our email on our doorstep, wanting to interview us, wanting to give us attention, wanting to basically pat us on the back, wanting us to essentially appear on their stage so they can indirectly take credit for our success. But I just told you how we did it. We did it, and what we did our first year in the business was the, the formulation phase of what now is Premier Coaching. What we did, what we learned how to do, what we, we learned from reading other business books. We did not read real estate books. Julie and I, when we were learning how to, uh, you know, essentially go after this business, we didn't have, there, this was pre-internet, guys. <laughs> I want you to put this in perspective. <laughs> this was a couple years before you could even buy your own URL, okay? So we didn't have access to all the information. I am, in a way, thankful that we didn't because I probably would have been too distracted popping on different Facebook groups and trying to get ideas versus going out there knocking on doors and making phone calls, which was the smart thing to do. Thankfully, we did it. So we started getting all these people kissing our butts. Our egos started to blow up. We started getting, you know, we wrote a book called Dare to 10 Million in One Year. We went on a little book tour. The book sold out. It was self-published, and that was kind of amazing because the book was $300 per copy. We didn't think that maybe 10 people would buy it. We went and did some events, and it's like everybody in the room wanted it. And it was like, oh, my gosh. And then what happened is, our second year in the business, our business increased. Our third year in the business, our business increased. But then the fourth year, we started to really, really get addicted to all this, you know, attention we were getting. We basically in the industry had become famous. So, you know, what happened? We were then seduced by the same thing that so many of you guys are now. This is back when the teams and the branding and all this stuff was just getting started. 
there were a lot of, you know, the, the whole team, this was before Keller Williams was anything. This was before the, the, any Gary Keller books. This was before, okay, so you guys think that you're chasing ideas that are new. No, they're not new. They've been out forever. Trust me, ever and ever and ever and ever. They're just rehashing of old ideas. Nothing's new. So Julie and I didn't know enough to not know that those things, there's no one, these ideas, the team models and all that, there, there hadn't been enough. So we formed a team. We were the first uh, agents in Central Ohio to have a team. We had a guaranteed home sale program before anyone else did. We started doing all these other things that we were learning from some of these other agents we met when we were out on the road doing speaking for the book and just whatever, right? Different brokers and office managers and regions and clients and things like that. It was fun, but it was also stupid and ridiculous because we never, you know, it got us away from our mission, which our original mission which we went back to, fortunately, was essentially sell real estate in enough volume that produce enough profit with that profit we were able to buy real estate. That real estate would then basically be paid off and produce enough passive income that we'd be rich, rich where our money works for us and no longer works for our money. Those of you who are long-term podcast listeners know that that is something that, um, you know, we, we fought to get back on track on that when we allowed our egos to get us off track. So what has happened then is basically Julie and I formed a team we had, you know, moving trucks. We had, you know, logoed shirts. We had, uh, you know, billboards. We had all the stuff that you guys now are doing, and none of it really made any profit. It, ju- it did result in more transactions, but it didn't result in more profit. And this was back again before any teams had been around for a long time. We just assumed that scaling our real estate practice would result in more profit. It didn't. So what happened was our our income went up, our volume went up, our units went up, our notoriety went up. The number of people wanting us to speak went up. All that stuff went up, but our net income stayed flat. And then, I will never forget this. Our accountant, whose name was Fred, was sitting in our kitchen, and we were looking at three years of tax returns. He wasn't saying anything. He wasn't judging. He was just doing his job. And we looked at the numbers, and the numbers had stayed the same. The bottom line number had stayed the same. No funky accounting, no you know cheating on taxes, no calling business expenses personal expenses or personal expenses business expenses. No Mickey Mouse like that. But what we then were able to realize, because we did not allow other people to influence us, is these team models adding more buyer's agents, because we had like 11 of them at one point, and doing all that stuff does not result in more profit. So then we, the pun, our, we, what did we do? We fired everybody. We basically scaled back to just the core group of people. We focused all of our best energies on our listings which we did, did, had done the first year. Our net, in, our net income more than doubled, even though our gross income dropped. So we weren't you know, able to say we sold a billion houses anymore, but we were able to make usually two and a half times the amount of money that we'd been making back when we were selling more houses. And then we got back on track with buying and investing, paying off uh, houses and living off passive income. Okay? So when Julie and I are giving you guys you know, suggestions on how you might want to run your businesses, it's not because somebody else told us or somebody else, it's not conjecture, it's from actual experience. So long story short, a smart man learns from his mistakes, a brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others. So when you listen to Julie and I talk, what we've learned from our own experience, but then amplified, we've been coaches longer than we sold real estate. We haven't sold real estate in a decade. But we were, we've had, I'd say that, it, I don't even know how many uh, personal coaching calls Julie and I have had, easily a quarter million. And that doesn't include the coaching calls all of our coaches have had. You guys following me on this? So what we've discovered in every single market, in every single price range, in every single no exceptions example, is that what we experience 
and uh, the scaling of the you know business model of the teams and all that with no profit is what everybody else experiences as well. Okay, so Julie and I figured that out, what, 12 years, 15 years? I don't even know how long ago. We figured it out, and we stopped doing it. But here's what's interesting that's happened. In the past 10 years, the people that are proponents of that have basically, you know, it's everywhere. And none of them are telling you the other side of the bridge that I just told you. None of them are telling you that you can actually have more sanity, have more control of your time, and make way more profit if you keep things really small and focus all your best energies on lifting. And then you got to ask yourself, why aren't they telling you that? Because they have a financial incentive not to tell you that. They have a financial incentive to have you build your team, have you buy ad buyer's agents, have you then become addicted to buying buyer leads because those buyer agents are like pissed off, angry, <laughs> baby birds in a nest. They, are, they want you to be addicted to basically having to essentially continue to feed the big ego teams. We had a great interview last week, Kyle Wessel. I, I love this interview because he's the most successful you know, he ran a team, ran an independent brokerage in San Diego. You guys should listen to that. He straight up said that he would never, I asked him what his one regret was when he'd been in real estate for 10 years. He said basically forming a team. We've had so many people on the nation's top producing agents, and they all say the same thing. Guys, listen, why don't you learn from them? So stop looking for shortcuts. That's what a team ultimately is. It's you guys, it's your egos telling you that you don't have to work hard. It's your egos telling you you don't have to stay locked down. It's your egos I know this is hard to hear, but it's the truth. It's the truth. It really is. I'm assuming that all of you got in this business, not well, some of you got in this business because you wanted to feel famous. And I know what that's like because we were famous. We are a thousand times more famous now than we ever were when we sold real estate. But I know what that's like to be a nobody and all of a sudden become a somebody. Julie and I were nobodies. And then we got into real estate. We sold over 100 houses. Then we became somebody in the industry. I know what that feels like. It's a strange, incredible feeling. And I know some of you guys are experiencing that too, or you, want, you think that's the payoff. But I'm here to tell you, that is fake. What's real are the people you help, and what's real are the houses and the assets you purchase as a result of the people you help. That's what's going to make the biggest difference uh, for you long term. That's what you're going to be proud of. Not some stage or some panel or, you know, somebody who gave you an award. But, you know, we received so many awards. We literally stopped participating in awards banquets. We literally stopped going. We, told, we did not want to have any of our production numbers turned in. We totally and completely realized that our egos personally in our business had taken control and we weren't thinking clearly. We were making decisions based on uh, wanting to stay at that level in other people's eyes more than we were profit. So you see how Julie and I are authentic? We've been there, done that. That's the reason that we want you guys to Keep your minds clear and focus on this one thing. And the one thing is what we call the real estate magic number. And I just told you how we figured it out. So when Julie goes through the math on how to figure this out, take very good notes and do yourself a favor. And don't be dumb like we were and make it so you have to learn the hard way. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to this show, if you listen to the thousands of past shows we've done, which are available at timandjulieharris.com or over on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, you know, you should have it in your head to clear a path to success. Assuming your idea of success is being rich where your money works for you. You no longer work for your money. Assuming that's it. Now, some of you, again, you guys want to be famous. You want to have people recognize you more than you want to have money. You need to ask yourself if that's true. And some of you believe, and this is another thing that's insidious about the industry, is that you believe that once you're famous, you'll be rich. That's bullshit. It's not true. It's just not true. 
Just because your name is everywhere and people know your name, that doesn't mean people are going to call you. Just because you're your face on billboards, that doesn't mean people are going to call you. If you go on track, some of you guys are big marketing, you know, big team, big business, you know, you go and look at the tr transactions you do. And we've done this with now thousands of top producing agents. Most top producing agents come to us after they've done the team thing. They've listened to a radio show like this. They've realized that, holy shit, I have really low net worth considering the amount of money and units I push every year. I'm not where I wanted to be in my life. I don't have the financial security. I, you know, A lot of times they come to us when they're in their late 30s, 40s, and 50s, and they're realizing they're following the wrong path. And they don't know how to get back to you know sanity, where they can basically start making profit again. They, they've heard about this profit thing. They're just not familiar with it. They haven't actually shaken hands yet. So when they call us, one of the first things we have them do is basically go through all the past transactions, maybe it's 100, and then really drill down on what the source of that business was. They'll say things like, well, I got this from the direct mail postcard. And we, no, 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 you didn't, bullshit. I want you to actually have that, call that person, look at the notes, find, like, you did 20 transactions, 20 closings last, uh, last month, awesome. Find out where they came from. Well, this one came from a Facebook ad. No, it didn't. I bet you it didn't. I bet you that was a referral. Then they call up the person, and the person might even say, oh, yeah, I saw your ad on Facebook. Was there any other reason that you called me? Well, you told my, you might, my friend from church's house. What? That's the real source of the business. You see what you guys do? It's confirmation bias. You'll start believing that these, these passive things work when it's not the reason that they called. We did it, too. That's how I know. And you'll rationalize it. Oh, you send out a bunch of postcards. You, you get two uh, you know, potential seller calls. You go out there and you list the houses and you say, woo, my postcards work. But that's not the reason they called you. They called you for another reason, probably because something else that you did that didn't cost you anything. You know, maybe you knew somebody or they had something in common or they saw your for sale sign, not the postcard. So you see all this stuff, basically, it feeds the ego and then you become addicted to it. Then you start panicking. What if I stop doing it? What's going to happen? We're the what's going to happen. We're the, the solution your problem. We're the thing that's going to get you sober and get you on the right path again, focusing on profitability. And really, guys, at the heart, unless you're a sociopath, every single one of you know in your heart of hearts that your highest and truest purpose is being of service to other people. That's what makes you feel really good when you do a really great job for somebody. You know, it's true. Think about it. And then when you get paid for it, paid a lot for it, blah, that's awesome. So when Julie's going through her notes today, called the real estate magic number, I want you to remember that your life can be simple and your life can be focused. And if you have a desire for complexity, if you have a desire for big teams and branding and all this other stuff, you've got to ask yourself why. You've been sold somebody else's vision. You've been sold something that's probably not true or it's not as true as you think it is. So use your common sense and use your intuition when you're listening to Julie today. Ms. Harris? Yes, thank you for that uh, very well-stated intro to our topic today, which is, I believe, and I think you would agree, perhaps one of the most important, most critical things for any agent at any level to get clear on. And it's the magic number, and we're going to get into that. So a couple of facts first, just to ramp them up in the right mindset. First fact, working with buyers is physical labor, quite literally. Driving around, getting into lockboxes, shoveling your way for some of you still to show property. Working with listings, however, is mental labor. Another fact, the more listings you have, the more predictable and duplicatable your income is, period. Last fact, and then we're going to do some math. So get out your calculator, get out your pencil, get out some paper, you're going to do some math. If you haven't yet made the money you need to make to exceed 
you know, the goals for you and your family, you just haven't found enough people to help. So we have to do some numbers here. Here's the math. Talk about your magic number. That is the number of active listings. Active. Some of you like to double count when they're pending. I'm talking active, not sold today. The number of active listings you must have at all times in order to meet or exceed the income required by your goals. So let's walk through some simple math. Part number one. Let's say that you need $5,000 per month to pay your bills, but $15,000 per month is to live the life of your dreams. And we've proven that ratio of basically three to one, three times what it takes to keep the lights on will significantly move the needle in your life. You'll be able to pay cash for things. You'll have great vacations. You'll pay off your debt. You won't be behind with the IRS. And you'll be getting ahead in life. That is proven in the Real Estate Treasure Map as well as the Harris Rules book if you want to deep dive into that. So let's just make that assumption. Five grand a month to keep the lights on, 15 grand to have a really killer lifestyle. Now, let's then say that your average net commission is five grand. So it takes one closing a month, now keep in mind that's month in and month out, but one closing per month to keep the lights on, three to have a rockin' lifestyle. And I know if you live in Manhattan or LA that, of course, that's going to be a bigger number. And if you live in the middle of Iowa, maybe it's a smaller number. So adjust for lifestyle. If you've got five kids in private school and your numbers are twice this on both sides, that's fine. We're just using an example here. So part number three, here's the big question. How do you achieve this income regularly, not sporadically? Sporadically is the cash spurts versus cash flow. Many of you have done the required number of sales per month, but you're struggling to do it every month. Fact, you must list to last. Point number four. How many listings does it take to hit, let's just say in our example, the three deals per month? Okay, now, for some of you it's three at all times if your inventory is still selling very quickly. That's a certain percentage of you. You get three actives, you know, you, you're just churning them faster. For some of you, it's five at all times. If your listing inventory takes, say, 90 days plus or minus to sell. So you're selling three and you're still having two that take a while, but you're achieving it. Now, some of you, it takes 10 at all times if you have longer days on the market and more inventory. If you're selling primarily condos in a sea of condos, like a market like, say, Fort Lauderdale or someplace like that, um, some of you that sell primarily luxury, higher-end stuff, you're going to have longer days in the market. Longer days in the market means you need more listings at one time to achieve the number you need to sell per month. So Tim, part number five, why aren't we talking about buyers here? Okay, so Julie, let's summarize what, they, what you said so far. So here yeah. it is, guys. I'll break, sure. I'll break it down for those, for those of you guys who are not. I'll summarize as quickly as I can. In most markets, it's very uh, conceivable that you could have five listings at all times, ten listings at all times. In some markets, you have, in order to accomplish your particular financial goal, you might need dozens of listings at all times. Julie and I needed about, we sold real estate, we needed about 40 listings at all times, four or zero. If you're in LA, and you have a high sale price, you might only need three. But the point is, is the magic number is the number of listings that you need at all times to accomplish your goal. So if you're in, I'll just pick a you know, normal market. We have lots of coaching clients, and I'll pick, um, where's, you know, I'll, just, I'll choose Columbus, Ohio. What the hell? So in Columbus, Ohio, let's say your average sale price is $250,000. Let's say your average commission on a listing side is $7,500. 
right? You guys following me so far? Pretty simple, right? 3%, 6%, 3% goes to the seller. All right, or the listing, you know, listing agent. So you have $7,500, and, and we're just going to deal with gross numbers. I know you have broker splits and whatnot, expenses. We're just going to deal with gross numbers. So let's say you need every month to have uh, to pay all your overhead. It's going so high, it's not expensive. People move there because it's not an expensive place to live. So let's say $7,500 a month affords you a really nice lifestyle. You cover all of your overhead. Everyone's comfortable. Taxes are paid. Everything's good. But let's say you want to do better than just that. You want to, you know, maybe you want to buy a boat. Actually, people don't know how to come so high and buy boats. What do you, what do you buy? Let's say you're going to buy a plane. I don't know. You want to take a vacation. You want to pay for college, kids' college educations. You want to donate money. You want to build, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But you have determined that you're going to require to have not just the meeting your lifestyle goals, but exceeding and having the lifestyle of your dreams. Let's say you figure out that you need 20,000, 21,000, 22,000 a month. Hmm, interesting, right? Now, again, I realize you guys in the East Coast and the West Coast, you're saying, well, that's basically what my bare minimum necessities are to pay my personal bills, and I get it, but we're doing Columbus, Ohio here, but the numbers still, you know, scale them up for your own particular use. So if in Columbus you're earning now $250,000, $275,000 a year, paying all your overhead, plenty of money left over, able to do what you want to do financially, kids 529s are, you know, rocking and rolling, you're going, able to go wherever you want to go on your free vacations per year, things are good. So what do you have to do to get there? In Columbus, Ohio, probably, you need about, 10 listings at all times in this market. The market now there is completely different than when Julie and I sold real estate there. When Julie and I sold real estate there, things would take to sit on the market on average of, I think in the MLS, it was like 151 days or 180 days, something like that. It's forever. Months, months and months and months and months. But now in the market, so we used to sell real estate things in the market for like two weeks. So, but let's say you would need 10 listings at all times and 10 listings at all times. And there's different ways you can go about figuring out how many would sell automatically out of the MLS. You know, just basically you price them right, you put them in there. Well, what Julie and I have done is we just, when we're explaining the magic number, we ask you to assume that just 30% would sell because some people would say, every one of my listings will sell right away as soon as I put it in the MLS. And that's probably true. Um, or some of you would say, well, you know, you guys like to argue about what percent will sell. So we're going to take a real conservative number. Let's say three. There's a bad winner. There's Mickey Mouse in the news. There's blah, 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 blah. The market closed down. So let's just say it's a normal market. You have 10 listings all the time, safe to say three real sales a month. The average commission is $7,500. You're going to be making $28,500 a month from having 10 listings at all times, the average sale price being $250,000 and paying attention, folks, which means you're going to make about $300,000 a year. So what do you have to do to accomplish that? Did we say anything about working with buyers? Nope. Did we say anything about your branding or your website? Or did we say anything about all this other stuff, Facebook ads? Nope. Did we say anything about all the things that you guys like to waste your time and life energy on? No, we did not. Did we tell you that you're going to have to work nights and weekends? Well, occasional nights, but not weekends if you choose not to. Did we tell you that you're going to have to go to, you know, learn the latest, greatest, you know, gimmetry, gimmetry, what's the word, Julie? Help me out here. Gimmetry. Gimmetry. Gadgetry gimmetry. and gimmetry. <laughs> Something. <laughs> there you go. That somebody, if you guys are obsessed with or think you're supposed to be obsessed with because no one told you the truth or the people you listen to don't have the truth in their heads to tell, which is most likely the case, by the way, giving them probably more credit than they deserve, but there you go. So the reality of it is, guys, in Columbus, Ohio, 10 listings all times would equal about $300,000 a year if only three of them sold per month. If you're in L.A., we have coaching clients in L.A. who have sale prices of $2 million. 
Grand Edge, Connecticut, sale prices of $3 million. You know, Miami, sale prices of like 800000 Adjust accordingly. But that's it. All you have to focus on, the only thing that matters is knowing your real estate magic number, which is the total number of listings you need at all times, in order to basically have the lifestyle of your dream, to meet your financial obligations and to exceed them. So what we always try to get you guys to focus on is, why aren't you just ask, you know, doing that? Why don't you put all your best energies on basically getting your listing inventory up? Why don't, if you know that's true, and I just said, which it is, if you price something correctly, even if, in a market like this, let's be honest, even if it's not in the greatest condition or location, but it's priced correctly, even if it's not even priced that correctly in many markets, the thing's going to sell, isn't it? So if you were to stop chasing all these easy button Mickey Mouse ideas and focus on becoming listing agents and then know what your real estate magic number was, that's it. You wake up every single day, you follow a real estate treasure map, which, by the way, we'll give you for free, that book, as soon as you request a coaching call, free coaching calls for agents.com. When you do that, you complete the treasure map, you'll know what your magic number is, takes you through the entire process of figuring out everything it takes for you to live, everything it takes for you to basically exceed your, just the whole thing. It's a very comprehensive life plan. I want you guys to go and do that, realestatetreasuremap.com. You get it for free just by requesting a free coaching call. And then once you know your real estate magic number, you will feel free, I promise you. You're going to be in your office every day. You're going to have your dry erase board. You're going to have the word listings written on top of one of your dry erase boards. And you're going to have this in Columbus, Ohio, and your goal is to make about $300,000 a year. You're going to have one through 10 written on your listings dry erase board. You're going to remind yourself every single day as you walk into your office that your highest and best use of your time isn't all the Mickey Mouse that you've probably been doing, but it's focusing on getting and maintaining 10 listings at all times. Now, it is the work part of this comes in when you are working up to 10 listings at all times because some of them will sell. It's going to take probably most of you about 90 to 120 days to get up your magic number. Most of you can take, if you follow our system, most of you can, honestly, guys, and even in the craziest of markets, you guys can all get up to 10 listings within 90 days, and then you just replace what sells. So the work part, it's like the plane taking off, right? You guys have heard us say this on this podcast before. Well, when does the plane use most of its energy? You're sitting on the plane, the plane is taking off, everything's loaded, everybody's strapped in, everyone's sitting down, all the tray tables are up, seat backs are up, right? When in the plane starts shaking, rattling, and rolling, it's, it's because the plane is using its most energy to break free of the gravity of the earth and get up to cruising altitude, which is around 30,000. So you guys have to shake, rattle, and roll, and that requires lots of effort. You're going to have to put forth lots of energy, and it's the type of energy that comes from skill, discipline, and doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. Some of you can take years to get up to 30,000 feet. Many of you, what you do is you start to clear the runway, and then you cut the gas back, and you stop working, and then you're back on the runway again. And that's the cycle of your life. Not just in business, by the way, in every aspect of your life. How many of you have lost weight and gained it again? Same thing. So if you decide that you're going to get up to 30,000 feet, and you're going to stay there, you're going to follow a plan, and then you're going to get up there and say you're not, your real estate magic number is 10. Once you're at cruising altitude, that's when the pilot pulls back. That's when it's easier. That's when the plane gets quiet. That's when you can start walking around the plane. Everything gets simpler when you're at cruising altitude. Have you guys thought about this before, this analogy, if you've heard us on this podcast before, which really tens of thousands of you listen to us regularly? Once you're at cruising altitude, life gets easier because then you have to focus all your best energies every day on replacing the listings that are selling. In a normal market, that means you only have to really take three to four new listings a month 
The hard part is getting up to altitude, getting up to the 10 listings at all times. It gets easier when you're cruising altitude, and you have to just replace with cells. You guys following me on this? And then if you decide you want to go to the next level, if you decide you want to buy a Ferrari, you want to buy a condo in Hawaii, you want to take a six months off, and we've had people do all these things, of course. You want to only want to work half the year. You want to start taking six months off, and you want to travel the world. You want to write. You want to volunteer. You want to do whatever you want to do. You don't want to be a slave to your the, the industry anymore. You want to go have some freedom. You can do that. Get your magic number. Calculate it as. Let's say you need to earn, you know, your magic number now goes from 10 to 15. Ratios still follow through. You're, still, you're going to sell four to five. Then you can save more money. You guys see how this works? See how simple it is? How do you feel just conceptually knowing what I'm saying? How do you feel right now knowing the stress that you feel every day from all these false profits you guys love to follow? You could say no. You could say no to the lead selling morons. You could say no to the ego stuff. You could say no to all the things that are making it so you have to work nights and weekends and so that you, you know, all the things are sucking away your profits. We pack a lot into this 30-minute call, this 30-minute show. I want you guys to seriously consider it. The notes from today's show are going to be on the main website, timandjuliegarris.com. Go there and download them. And then, obviously, coaching clients, you have access to a very detailed series of training and Harris rules that walks you through all this stuff at a very, you know, drilled down basis. Julie, it's probably two hours with a real focus on helping you figure out what all your costs and your overheads and things like that are. But I ask all of you guys to seriously consider liberating yourself from all the things that have become burdensome in this industry and getting back or maybe discovering for the first time what a blessing this industry is if you stay focused on what magic matters most, which is your real estate magic number, which is basically the number of listings you need at all times, not just to meet, but exceed your goals. I'm giving you guys, I don't want to say permission, but I'm giving you permission to say no to buyers. Refer your buyer leads off if you choose to. Keep your nights and weekends back. Say no to teams. Just have a couple of systems. Say no to all the big branding ego stuff. You don't need any of it. You just need to focus on listings. And listings, by the way, all the sources of listings that we tell you to chase, all the source, lead sources, they're free. You don't have to buy them. They're out there for free. <laughs> you just have to know what to say, know what to do. That's what we do. Listen, guys, request a free coaching call, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you'd like to uh, communicate with Julie or I directly, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Have a fantastic day, guys. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. Remember, listen to our replays anytime. Available over at timandjulieharris.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training program, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.